And good morning and welcome to it. Tracy Morgan in with you. All right, it's what about 11.15? We are here for 30 minutes with Dino Capistrani. Um, and <laughs> Dino, Dino's sitting right in front of me. And we were talking about, you know, words coming out of our mouth correctly. And as soon as I said your last name, I'm like, did I say that right? Yes, you did indeed, though. <laughs> we were joking over and over about different words that we've screwed up. That's funny that I just went, yeah, Capistrani, that is it. All and right. you pronounced it very well. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. I get All everything right. from Capicolo to Pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> we we've got yeah we've gotten very variations of names too but all right so with Concordia Concordia visiting nurses so um, I think the introduction is done because <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> our, my typical introduction is out the window but yeah, all the different ways you can listen of course online apps Alexa and streaming so all right Dino Capistrani. <laughs> You How know what? You? That's fabulous, Tracy, here, because honest to Pete, I my name gets mangled often. So the way I help people to remember that is just like the swallows come back from, but with an I. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, Dino and the Flintstones. I, it's, yeah, but, but it's then my yeah, routine. it gives you, yeah. But it is, it's humorous to me because my maiden name, people would, you know, they pause and I, you know that they're going to have a struggle. So you just throw it out. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just it's to just, help them. Yeah. 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 I pity on you. I'm just going to help you out. All right. Well, welcome back to the program. Always nice to see you. Good to be seen, and it's really nice to be here today. Yeah. It really is. Before we get into the bulk of things, how is Concordia doing right now? Concordia is doing well. You know, we're starting to see, so to speak, a little bit of light at the end of the uh, of the tunnel with COVID mm-hmm. here. Residents are stabilized. They're vaccinated. Many of the caregiving staff are vaccinated. So we're, we're seeing a drop, if you will, on cases. But yet, it's still a serious time. So given that question here, we're doing well. Yeah, yeah. Always good to kind of get the light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. I think we're all ready to be there. We, we are. are. All right. So you came here to talk about a serious topic, mm-hmm. um, lymphedema yes, diagnosis right. and, mm-hmm. and recognizing it and treating it mm-hmm. and managing it. So, you know, talk about that general overlook first. Sure, absolutely. Well, first of all, this month here, really is Lymphedema Awareness Month. And so we're talking about this here, but the content of what we're talking about today was really developed by one of our physical therapists who is a lymphedema specialist. And of course, if anybody wants to go ahead and study this here, they can go to Concordia's website, which is www.concordialm.org, go to our blogs, and it's this month's blog uh, that is written but yet the content of that is in today's um, uh, today's show. But lymphedema, first of all, hard to pronounce for some folks here, but it is a chronic condition that really affects about a million people a year annually, though it's often misdiagnosed, Tracy, and does not have a definitive cure. So people really have to work with that. Lymphedema is the abnormal buildup of lymph fluids in the tissues under the skin. Lymph fluid, I know this is very technical here, but it gives a good idea of what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Lymph fluid is found throughout the body and it carries white blood cells, proteins, fats, but it also carries cancer cells, bacteria, and virus through lymph nodes. And, you know, of course, we hear much about that here. Lymph nodes basically filter the lymph and lymph vessels, if you will. I know this is getting off the rails, if you will, but it transports the lymph and helps to remove the waste 
from the body. So it's kind of an important thing for us, more or less like a like a sewer, if you will, getting mm-hmm. rid of the toxins and things of that nature. Yeah. So it is an important topic. It is Lymphedema Awareness Month. So we're talking about it with you today. Well, it's interesting. You know, I've talked to many people over the years about certain months, certain weeks, certain mm-hmm. And even though this has been around for quite some time, I can't say that I've ever heard of Lymphedema Month. So I appreciate you bringing it to the table. Yeah, no problem. You know what? And and it is a you know it's a serious condition. And for those folks who you know you know I have a friend of mine. Um, you know we we grew up together here. He and I have been in grade school together here, and he got diagnosed with breast cancer. And he's been treated in the hope. But the other day I was talking to him and he says he does his exercises so that it doesn't go ahead and affect lymphedema. And I was surprised by that. So as we did the homework and the study for the show here, I understand a little bit better because, as we mentioned here, that cancer cells and amongst of other mm-hmm. things are done through the system here. So lymphedema is something serious to talk about and we'll shed some light on it, talking about the different stages how one can go ahead and have some relief. There's no cure, but there is relief in a variety of other things. How serious can it be? Well, you know, lymphedema system is part of the body's immune system, Tracy, and also part of its, and I talked about this earlier, its sewage system. I know that sounds silly, but the lymphatic system is damaged, which can occur during um, a genetic, genetic, or if you will, Tracy, a hereditary abnormality and cancer surgery injury, and other issues with veins. So the lymph fluids back up and cause swelling. So folks who are struggling with lymphedema sometimes have some significant swelling in their appendages, legs mostly, in other places. And the lymphatic system has no pump, Tracy, so it can't really get rid of these fluids on their own. So lymph fluid relies on elevation, you know, raising your leg and things of that nature, and movement, being that of stretches, as I talked about with my friend, which does help to drain the fluids properly because if they stay in there too long with the bacteria and all the other stuff, it can really create a problem for you. So talk about the stages, if you will, or the different levels. Often when we talk about certain conditions and illnesses, they'll go along with stages. I, I think of cancer when, exactly. when we think of stages, but when it comes to lymphedema, what are the stages? You know, it's funny you mention that because I often think of, you know, the stages of cancers, you know, stage one, so on and so forth, but it, tr- it holds true here with lymphedema and they are in stages and basically there's four of them. Stage zero, there's no swelling, but there's kind of a feeling of fullness. Let's say if it's in your legs, you know, you're just kind of, you're, you're feeling that fullness. Stage one, well, swelling that pits when touched. So, you know, if your leg swelled and you put your fin- your finger there mm-hmm. and it, it, it pits a little bit um, and it gets worse as the day goes on and improves with elevation, meaning raising, raising your leg. Stage two, Tracy, swelling that becomes hard, and thick with little improvement with elevation. So if you're doing your stretches or if you're doing those things, um, it's not helping. And additionally, Tracy, under stage two, tissue is more prone to infections. And again, we talked about how bacteria, viruses go through the lymph nodes, and, and in this case, with lymphedema. And then the last stage, if you will, there's zero, one, two, and now three, Third stage, swelling that becomes so severe that the limb is hard to move with hand, 
Um, you know, there's scaly skin that sometimes even leaks and lymph fluid leaks out. And this is kind of challenging for some folks here because that fluid, your body who is affected by it, really has trouble going ahead and, and, and draining this here. And this can easily lead, Tracy, to infections and drastic changes in lifestyle. So as you take a look at lymphedema or if you have a loved one who is struggling with this common disease, which is not curable, these stages here will indicate where you're at and how much challenge you have in dealing with this. And as always, we always recommend to talk to your doctor if you have any Absolutely. concerns or questions at all. So, And, I'm, and I thank you very much for doing that because, again, we talk about this so often. You mm-hmm. and I are talking heads. We provide information here. But if you are seeing some of the symptoms and if you feel that you have uh, lymphedema or let's say you have the early stages on it, you must stay in contact with your physician because they know better. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, talk about some treatment of lymphedema. Uh, You mentioned a a minute ago that it's not curable. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, it's a challenge. It's a common disease, much like congestive heart failure or COPD in this particular case here. Lymphedema is currently treatable and is currently treatable and manageable, but does not have a cure. So there are some surgical treatments that show some promise that are being developed right now here. But for now, complete decongestive therapy is really the best plan. So let me just share with you a little bit about that. For stages zero to one, lymphedema can usually be managed by elevation exercises. I talked about my friend here, such as head and neck stretches, leg or arm movements, deep breathing, and compression socks or stockings. They're they're called TED stockings. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've known anybody who's used them. Uh, For legs or a compression sleeve, and glove for your arms. So for that's for stages zero through one. However, stages two and three, which means you're more advanced in the disease, we require uh, these same strategies, but more, including multi-layered bandaging with short-stretched bandages, manual lymphatic drainage, which stimulates lymph vessels to move the fluid. Remember, it's a big buildup of fluid that's that's going on. Good skin and nail care because, you know, as we talked about with the latter stages of lymphedema that you can pit the skin here, that means it's kind of bloated here. So the skin needs to be more pliable. And if you're not taking care of your skin in that regard there, it could rupture and the lymph fluids can go through that. And a variety of other things such as pneumatic compression pumps, which moves lymphatic fluids along. Now, granted, these are more drastic measures when your disease has progressed to a stage two or stage three level, and it's serious. And how about diet with, with the salt and well, protein, exactly. I understand. Absolutely. You yeah. know, we've often talked about the impact of salt, particularly when we've had discussions with you on congestive heart failure, that your body builds up with fluids, salt does create that, and that's very difficult for CHF patients. But it's also very difficult here if you're struggling with lymphedema because you're retaining a lot of fluids, those lymph fluids, and you don't want additional fluids because it makes it difficult and painful. And so consequently, diet and these exercises and other things are very helpful if you're struggling with lymphedema. 
Dina Campostrani with me uh, with Concordia and Concordia Visiting Nurses, the Director of Communications for Concordia Visiting Nurses, but we like to lump them both in. <laughs> We're giving you a new job, right? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, two different arms of the same company, but uh, you primarily represent the Concordia Visiting Nurses. And so we're talking about lymphedema today and talking a little bit about the stages. And, and you were talking about the compression. You know what, before I ask you about the compression, the different um, medical supplies that somebody would need, can they get those through Concordia or are these more supplies that you could get at a drugstore or a different uh, kind of Yes store? and yes. I think a lot of it has to do is if you're being cared for. Now, in our particular case here, if you have a home health care order from your physician in dealing with lymphedema, then, of course, we can go ahead and help you out. But those things, those drainage um, pumps would have to be done through a medical um, a durable medical equipment okay. company mm-hmm. here. But the bandages and things of that nature are really easily uh, acquired. However, proper bandaging and the proper compression is important to be able to go ahead and deal with lymphedema. Because keep in mind here, when you're retaining all those fluids in particular areas, uh, it's painful. And so compression is an important part of that. And Yeah, let's get into that, actually. You know, talk a little bit more about compression. Well, sure. For, well, first of all, Tracy, here, the external support provided by the garments help to keep the fluid from reaccumulating in effective areas. So let's say if your legs are affected by lymphedema, this helps out here. And the graduated pressure helps to push the fluids towards the trunk, if you will, the center, especially when worn while walking and exercising. So that compression, that holding in is very important. And you know what? I don't have lymphedema, but when I do travel overseas, when I visit uh, my family in Italy here, I wore compression socks because, you know, you're you're in a plane for eight mm-hmm. hours and things swell up. You know, you, that happens while you're on the plane here. So it really does work. In this particular case here, the compression is much more serious because of lymphedema. Now, also to uh, Tracy, um, ACE bandages, ACE wraps, or TED stockings, and that's thromboembolic deterrent hose, are generally not appropriate compression for lymphedema management. They're really great for when you're flying on the plane, but not necessarily here. So some people prefer to use garments with Velcro straps to adjust, as they are often easier to put on and take off and can be adjusted throughout the day and allow for fluctuation in size because with that Velcro strap, the compression maybe is reducing the swelling, so it may get a little bit more loose. And so with the Velcro strap, you can tighten it and you can keep that 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 compression going here. And the last thing, Tracy, is there are even garments specifically designed to be worn at night. Garments should be worn every day, possibly even at night, and ultimately to be successful, garments have to be strong enough to contain, but possible to be put on and off and as they go um, into sitting or laying down or or moving around here. So those movements or the flexibility on the garments by still providing that compression is easier for one's lifestyle. So if you're going to have them, use them. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, make it easier for you because if you're seeing the reduction in the fluids, uh, get something that has those Velcro uh, straps so that you can still keep that compression but be comfortable in it and have results. If it gets loose, then the compression doesn't help you in this regard here. So adjusting that in a variety of ways 
would be very helpful. Remind me again the uh, focus of, of your the, the individual at Concordia who put some of this together with you. Was that physical therapy? Yeah, she's a lymphedema physical therapist. Okay. And, uh, you know, basically that wrapping, as a matter of fact, a few years ago we had, uh, you know, we yearly we have what we call a competency fair where it's all of our clinicians come in and they're tested on their ability to go ahead and perform clinical processes, things to help people out. And I remember specifically one of our other physical therapists did a lymphedema thing with all of our nurses. And I was watching how she was bandaging and wrapping um, a person who volunteered. Um, And it's very comprehensive. And so Concordia does have a specialist. uh, Sue Hannah is her name here. She's a physical therapist. Matter of fact, I think she was one of our very first physical therapist over 23 years ago and is still with us today here and she's become lymphedema certified and is a specialist and as I mentioned earlier in the show here the blog on Concordia's website is an interview with Suhanna and the content of that blog are the things we're talking about today. And I'm glad you you helped me remember that thank you very much because as you were talking I'm thinking, who do you go to to talk about this? So physical therapy, your PCP, a couple of different options. Because I'm wondering, you know, what's best for me if I was the person in the shoes? So that all could be talked through with your professional. Oh, absolutely. And you know what? You cannot receive home health care on your own. You can't call me up and say, hey, you know, send a nurse <laughs> Can over. Can you come over? Yeah, yeah, I'm not feeling very well. Yeah. You know, you really do need to talk to your physician. And we talked about this earlier and the fact that we're talking heads and your uh, medical professionals are really important. And in this regard here, if you are seeing the early stages of lymphedema and you're concerned about that, your doctor, your physician will know what to do. And they can indeed write an order Uh, for lymphedema care through Concordia Visiting Nurses. Gotcha. So we were talking about a little bit about the compression, what that does. Mm -hmm. And and I'm just curious, are there other methods to help with lymphedema? Well, you know, compression garments contain those fluids here, but they keep it from reaccumulating. So manual lymphatic drainage and or pneumatic compression from a lymphedema pump are other components to continually drain the accumulated Uh, fluids, Tracy. Now, these work very well together to keep the swelling under control and help remove it from the body because the key is you want to get rid of those fluids. Again, it contains bacteria, viruses, sometimes cancer cells. So getting rid of that and sometimes if you're at a high stage such as, you know, stage two and three, uh, you may need to have more of a drastic measure in your treatment and have a pump to drain those fluids. And again, your physician, your medical professionals, if you're under Concordia visiting nurses care for lymphedema, your lymphedema specialist who happens to be a therapist will be able to help you out. So what's this look like for a patient if you're going to put a home health care Mm -hmm. plan together because everybody's a little different. So can you talk about what this would look like for a particular patient? Yeah, great question here. You know, on the start of care, the, the, the visiting care for a lymphedema patient who's on our services with Concordia Visiting Nurses, we really like to provide education and a detailed explanation on how the lymphatic system works and then discuss with our patient or the client we have here where the lymphatic system is failing in their particular circumstances. And of course, based upon the stage of lymphedema as well as their diagnosis and their lifestyle issues are all contributing 
to their problems. So we'll work with them and make sure that we can go ahead and help them understand why this occurred, because sometimes it can be frustrating, could be painful. You know, a lot of times if we're swelling up or it's tender. And so if you don't know much about it, it, it kind of scares you and it's very frustrating. And we all want a quick cure for anything. Well, there is no cure for lymphedema. So that educational component that our therapist does with the patient, as well as their family, is an important process of our care when they're with Concordia visiting nurses. And that discussion, I think, is important because, again, this is one of those many conditions that come up that we don't investigate typically unless you're a doctor or a health professional. We don't know much about it until we're the ones in the shoes. Exactly. And now we have to have this conversation. And, you know, the you know lymphedema, if you will, many people don't even recognize it or even understand it. You know, some of the more major common conditions or major chronic uh, diseases like congestive heart failure and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, diabetes, those are kind of more known, more recognized. And so when you have another chronic disease, if you will, like lymphedema, education is very important to, to help people to understand What's going on? Why do I have swelling in my legs or my arms? Why is this happening? And so, again, our therapists, our specialists go to the people's home and work with them to help them have some relief, but also educate to them exercise, proper diet, and all those type of things. Now, let's talk about the treatment options that are discussed with the nurses, Concordia visiting nurses when they're at a patient's home. Yeah, great question, Tracy, here. You know, when we discuss treatment options that are available and what may help them to successfully manage their lymphedema as well as the cost and efforts required are an important part of what we do there. And also, too, we work with the patient's physician, the patient themselves, family and caregivers, as well as the insurance providers to, pres- uh, to prescribe, if you will, a custom programming, including, and as appropriate, exercise, garments, such as those wraps, things mm-hmm. that you can take on and take off. Diet is very important. You had mentioned this about salt intake. That diet has to change because you don't want to increase any additional fluids. And skin and nail care, because again, if your body is swelling up because it's retaining a lot of fluids here, uh, your skin could be very taut. And if it's not taken care of, the skin is not treated over and above the lymphedema disease, there's pain and there could be cracking, there could be discharging of the fluids. And then of course, elevating legs in a recliner and sleeping in a bed if possible, as well as pumping those lymphedema um, fluids out here. So the, the treatment, if you will, is rather comprehensive and it encompasses both education, diet, compression, and understanding for both the patient as well as their family, because when our therapists are no longer there, they deal with this on a day-in and day-out basis, and they may need some understanding on how to wrap, how to compress, how to properly eat. And so we spend a lot of time with the patient and their family in regards to this. I want to jump on the diet for just a moment. So your nurses will help a patient walk through the diet options, and I ask that because I think any of us, I've been in those shoes where you have to switch eating certain things. That's right. And then all of a sudden you realize, 
I don't know what else to eat, you know, because you're not, you're used to being in a certain pattern. I know there are plenty of things to eat, but when you're in that pattern, you don't think about maybe a, a, a meal like fish that you aren't used to preparing, you That's know, right. so, so your nurses will help with diet. Actually, our, our lymphedema specialist therapist will okay. help out with okay. that. So if they're under our care, obviously the first person who comes there, first uh, clinician is a start of care nurse. And so they'll grab the information from the doctor's order. They'll understand that the order is for lymphedema and they'll do a careful examination. And then the next and follow-up visits will be done by a lymphedema certified therapist. And so they will go ahead and share with the family things that you should not be eating because it would aggravate the fluid buildup. These type of exercises that you should consider to keep the swelling down. When you are reclining in a chair or in bed here, how you should elevate your, you know, a lot of times if, if, if you've had a, a, a knee surgery or or a broken ankle for that matter here, there's swelling, normal mm-hmm. swelling. And they always tell you to elevate above your heart. Well, with lymphedema, it's that much more comprehensive. And so all of those things are educated and trained by our lymphedema certified therapist. Yeah, changing how you eat is very difficult. So I'm glad that there's help out there. Well, yeah, especially for me, I'm bloated without a disease. Do I just move past that? Thank you, Dino, for that lead-in. Well, you know, Italians do enjoy a lot of carbohydrates. (laughs) And 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 as you get to be my age here, it certainly has an impact on you. There's a (laughs) moment as an interviewer that I go, do I respond or do I move on? (laughs) So anyway, Dino, we only have about five minutes left. (laughs) Dino Capistrani with us, everybody. Send complaints to it. You know, my wife says, it's so good that you're on the radio. They're not seeing you on television because, (laughs) you know, so then she replies back and says, I have a face for radio. We hope that we make people smile as well as important. We're hoping in the the context of a serious (laughs) chronic disease here, a little levity is part of the the treatment Uh, process. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prescribed by Dino Capistrani. Laughter. All right. Hey, uh, let me ask you, because again, winding down to our last five minutes, anything else you kind of want to recap with us about lymphedema? Yeah, absolutely. You know, sure, Tracy, education is important. And remember that our bodies are designed to move and stretch, to take deep breaths and to be nurtured with proper bathing and diet. That on its own is good for anybody because, you know, stretching, you know, as a practitioner, if you will, of of martial arts for many, many years, and of course, transitioning into Tai Chi because I'm older, Mm -hmm. the stretching aspect of that is so important here. If we're pliable and more stretched, the the risk of injuring in a car accident or falling down are reducent, um, if you will. And so the same thing holds true here with lymphedema. Stretching and, and being pliable and exercising is an important part of that process of healing. And if you need help, please reach out to your medical professionals, your physician, to try to get the help needed to keep you strong and capable as possible. And of course, for more information on lymphedema, talk to your doctor, but you can go on the Concordia website, and I'll share that website address again. It's www.concordialm.org. Look for Concordia's blog. I think there's an icon on the top menu up there. It looks like a blog icon. And this article, if you will, the Q&A with Suhanna, who is our lymphedema certified specialist, can help you out. 
Or if you're like me, I'm like, what's this button do? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hitting buttons. We call on that websites. happy fingers. <laughs> well, there you go. I enjoy it. I'm like, oh, no, that's not where I have to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but uh, that's all online. You know what? Uh, since you're sitting here and we have uh, just a couple minutes left, yeah. just uh, again, if we want to ask questions about Concordia, if we need the services of Concordia Visiting Nurses, uh, if we'd like to visit, and however that's being done right now, I mean, wh- how do we get a hold of Concordia? Yeah, it, you know, we have so many different phone numbers, but your best bet is to contact our main phone number, which is 724-352-1571. And those great receptionists can guide you to whomever you need to speak to. If you want to talk to them about independent living, they'll guide you in that area. If you want to find out how our residents are being taken care of under COVID and what are the protections, or if you have a family member and you want to visit them, what are the requirements on not getting too close to them? And Concordia has done great things to be able to least help the resident to see or talk to their family member but not necessarily in close proximity and so calling that main number 724-351-1571-352-1571 sorry it's just a lot of phone numbers it's not a name no it's but not it's still a phone number it's, capistrani 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 exactly right. and but you could also yeah. get to our website which is www.concordialm.com dot org for more information about our organization fabulous, fabulous as always fun to talk to you dino thank you very much tracy for coming it's in. always is you're very welcome it's my pleasure and folks thank you very much for joining us on let's talk uh we are out of time so if you would like to listen to this program again the serious parts and the fun parts <laughs> <laughs> it's all there but uh you can go onto our website and listen to this again you go wisr680.com you pick programs let's talk and then the player will open up there for you the audio and you can look for concordia and Concordia Visiting Nurses. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk.